0: Welcome to the Canadian Church Planting Podcast. My name is Ben Joloff. I am a church planter and pastor in Ottawa, Ontario. Today on the show, we have Mike Shanger. He is a church planter in Halifax, Nova Scotia. He planted Christ Church in the north end of Halifax in late 2019, shortly before the pandemic started. He has a wife, five children, a cat named Helen, a Toyota Sienna, and he was the first person I knew to have an air fryer. We worked together for a few years in Ottawa, Mike and his wife Brittany and their kids. They were the first members of my church, Plant Resurrection Church, and they were invaluable partners early on. I'm very excited to bring you this conversation that we had just a week or two ago. podcast is sponsored by the Grace Network. The Grace Network is committed to planting gospel centered churches in Canada, whether that's starting from scratch, replanting, multiplying, renewing, all of these things and more are covered. Find out more about the Grace Network's work at gracenetwork.ca. Now on to the show. Well, Mike, welcome to the podcast. Great to have you. Thanks for having me, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> the first question, first and most important question, where yes. are the best wings in downtown Halifax? Yeah, so I I don't think I'm a I'm an authority on this.
1: There is there is an authority, which is the Halifax Wingman. I think you go to halifaxwingman.com. So okay. he has like a a pretty um, intense schedule of visiting wing places, probably a couple of week yeah. and he has a, a rating scale on it. I, I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest. Like, <laughs> um, So there's a, there's a place called the Halifax Ale House, yeah. which uh, it's a converted Salvation Army building, which is hugely ironic. It's yeah. like, you know, like a, a place where there's tons of drinking and it was sold to them by a teetotaling organization. Yeah. Interesting. But solid wings. I don't know on the wingman scale, what he gave it. Okay. Uh, might be like a three out of five. Okay. But I, I, So any
0: entrepreneurs out there just dying to start a wing place, like Halifax may be ripe, downtown Halifax may be ripe for the picking.
1: It could be. I mean, again, I think that website would be helpful, but often it's like the the off-the-beaten-path donair shops that he gives five stars to. So one time, one evening on a date night, I tried to order it. It was one of his favorite wings, but it was in in Dartmouth, you know, like a 30-minute drive. Uber was unwilling (laughs) to bring it to me, Um, but... I'm sure there are really good ones. The ones close to my house. We live on the peninsula. Yeah. Um, haven't still haven't found it. Yeah. Looking. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good to yeah. know. I have hope. <laughs> good
0: to know. Um, you're a couple of years into church planting. You, you arrived as we've, as we've talked about pre pandemic, yeah. shortly yeah. pre pandemic. That's right. Yeah. And a couple years into church planting, What do you wish you'd thought more about or studied more about pre planting? Like are, are there other topics? Are there areas of church life you wish you'd thought more about?
1: Probably something along the lines of of self leadership. Like th- this question is always um, challenging. Just um, the Gandalf line of of the burnt hand teaches best. You yeah. Know, after that, advice <laughs> about fire goes to the heart, and there is a degree of that that. You know, getting burned in different areas Mm -hmm. in a good way, like, uh, you know, in in a disciplined and chastising kind of way has (laughs) has helped sharpen me and and help me to become the pastor and the father and the husband that, you know, God is making me to be. Right. But I think probably a lot of stuff about self-leadership, how to organize my time better, um, how to focus on. Especially in the early days, probably leadership over management. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I've benefited from listening to. Does
0: he um, any, any resources really helped you? Or yeah, you yeah. What's that it, That, that really Cal liked?
1: Newport guy, Deep yeah. Questions, I, I found. Deep, yeah, Deep Work. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. well, he has a podcast called. Oh, he's a podcast called Deep Questions. I think it's called okay. Deep Questions. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I haven't read his, but I ordered one of his books. But that kind of thing, just being a knowledge <laughs> right. worker. Uh, and organizing your time. I mean, something when I worked with you in Ottawa, I'm sure we talked about and and thought about a little bit, but um, especially in the early days, Mm -hmm. um, you know, you you don't have Sunday worship. You don't have, I mean, initially you don't even have your regular, you know, core group things. You got a lot of free time. And um, yeah, I mean, one of the, there's a a new guy planning a church in Halifax, and he asked me, Kind of, what 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 would I do over again? Yeah. Landing in Halifax, yeah. I said I'll probably just spend more time with my family. Yeah, interesting. Like that would have been a really yeah. good use of my time just to enjoy the city before things started to get nuts uh, mm-hmm. as as they as they did. But
0: uh, how long before things got nuts? Like so, you land uh, late twenty nineteen. Uh, you said it was kind of a lot of free time at the beginning because right. no one really belongs to the church yet. You didn't, sure, you only knew a handful of people as far as I remember. Yeah. So like, what? When was the? When did things really pick up in terms of pace? So we we had uh, started meeting. Well,
1: this is this is me. I think it was the next day we landed. My wife super pregnant with with our now three year old or almost three year old. Yeah, and uh, we landed in Halifax, new city. You know, didn't know what was going on in an Airbnb that smelled like cat urine. <laughs> And the next morning I was at a coffee shop with a notebook, like working on you know, church planting plans, <laughs> right. you know, this is what I'm going to do. You're
0: just
1: charging straight ahead. Right. Yeah. And then my wife was like, "Ah, oh, maybe pump the brakes a bit. <laughs> and that was, that was, that was good advice. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, it was slow, incremental meeting people, contacts that we had, um, we had talked to before coming we had our, our first, so we, you know, we're ramping things up. We had our first kind of house party mm-hmm. hangout planned uh, in, in March. So, you know, that was a couple of months <laughs> March in. March
0: 2020, yeah, what a great time Exactly oh, th- That is
1: exactly it. And I think it was, you know, it was, a, it was perhaps a Wednesday or something yeah. uh, that we're like, hey, want to have everyone over. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't, maybe it was a Friday or Saturday, I can't remember. Yeah. But that was, you know, the same day that they said, do not leave your homes. <laughs> Don't walk on the sidewalk. And so we had to cancel. So, uh, wow. you know, just the nature of 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 the time that we planted in yeah. COVID, COVID tide that yeah. there was a lot of stops and starts. So yeah. building up momentum and then just putting a pause on, you yeah. know, just saying, ah, uh, you know, we don't know what's going on, so mm-hmm. maybe don't come over. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's right. Yeah.
0: Um, so you have five kids. Oldest is kids. 10. Annie's 10. Annie's 10 now. Annie's 10. Yeah. And um, what... What changes in church planting when you have little, little kids? Like, Sure. It, yeah. what, maybe we'll start with this. In what ways has having children helped or, or assisted in church planting? Yes. I mean, they've been
1: the most loyal... Members of the Um, (laughs) church—they've given the most life to the church. Uh, A lot of excitement and enthusiasm. Great volunteers. Great greeters. Yeah. Not so good at folding bulletins, but um, (laughs) they they try.
0: To to be desired. They do their
1: best. They're just a lot of fun. People come in and they feel very loved and welcomed. Um, Our kids really. My wife and I are high-functioning introverts, and so our kids are just pure extroverts. They just. They (laughs) just just, now birthed a bunch of extroverts. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) So they got it all from us. And, uh, so yeah, they've just been wonderful. It's been great having them. They really love the people who come in the church. They're, they're church mice, the kids. And so they can't wait for Sunday. They want to stay up late for home groups or, you know, early on when we're having core meetings, they just wanted to be, they wanted to be part of everything. And so, uh, it's just been, it's been the best. Mm. I think, uh, they express love and welcome in a very different way than Britt and I do. Mm. And Mm. I don't know whether that's very endearing or, um, like i said was really really pregnant yeah yeah <clears throat> even when we were fundraising you know she was she was pregnant we were with our fifth kid I, I was trying to leverage that you know hopefully in a, in a non you know cynical way like yeah. won't you support us look yeah, at, we, look, look at this woman children. look at this all the, all these mouths to feed that's right and i'm sure for some people you know when when we would give them a little pitch on on you know the vision mm-hmm. for uh, what became Christchurch Halifax was called Mission Halifax in the early days. Yeah. To see our family, and you know, we moved across the country, and maybe there was a little bit of pity, yeah, <laughs> like a little bit of like, <laughs> sure. oh, we should help these guys. Yeah, that's right. They, um, they need help. They look at them; they're they're barely they're barely surviving. No, but uh, I think there was something exciting and, and energizing about us being being passionate as a family to say, Oh, we, we want to be part of this city. We love the city. We're, we're yeah. excited to, yeah. to be at work. And so the kids were a big part of that. Yeah. It wasn't just Brit and I.
0: Yeah. We, we noticed that we had, we had obviously young, some young children when we planted too. And I think one of the things I noticed about myself is that it slowed me down because of like all the home responsibilities. Like I had, you, I, you have to pitch in, you have to be around at dinner times. You have to, you can only be out so many evenings a week. You got to be around for many bedtimes. You know, all that stuff. Did you find that too, that like the, the pace or the, the demands of home life slowed you down, but maybe in a healthy way, maybe, maybe, totally. in a, maybe in a frustrating way Totally, yeah. as I, a church planter? That's
1: exactly it. So, um, the, the image that you might have of you know, an entrepreneurial, you know, hardworking church planter working, yeah. you know, 200 hours a week, right. you know, <laughs> slaving away, meeting every last person is, is yeah. definitely that image has to get crushed, um, yeah. to be faithful as a pastor, uh, it means being faithful as a father and as a mm-hmm. husband. So mm-hmm. I would be unfaithful if I, if that image of church of a church planter, if I held that up above yep. the other God given responsibilities God gave me. And of course, like you know, in, in, in first Timothy and in Titus, Paul's instructions to elders is that they're managers of their own home. How can somebody be trusted to manage God's own home if he can't handle his own kids and his, you know, love his wife. And so a lot of the church planting chops, a lot of how do I, how do I disciple people Mm -hmm. comes from, comes in the home. And and really that's, um, you know, I think a really real important thing for people considering church planting is like, oh, you really have to have, uh, an idea of what discipleship in the home looks like. How are you leading yeah. your 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 wife and your kids in worship? Um mm. it, they they know you better than anybody else knows you. And so um what you know, what do they think about you becoming a pastor and yeah. and exporting <laughs> what you have in the home? <laughs> is that a good idea yeah, or a bad right. idea? If so, we were to replicate you, yeah, that's right. Is that gonna go well or, that's right. or poorly? Exactly. And so um you know uh, this is a rabbit trail, but of course our kids from a very young age there was a time where we were at at some sort of a uh, campground, and our our four or five year old was like, you know, mom and dad just want to repent of something. <laughs> we were having you know dinner with another family, yeah. and they're like, oh, that was they were, they were saying that's a little weird. It's like, well, that's yeah. just because they live in a home where we repent all the time, like, yeah, and right. so uh, yeah. all that to say is like the the the, the tone and the temperature yeah. in the home yeah. that's going to be reflected in the yeah. church as well, and so yeah, um, something like. Repenting often of sin, keeping short accounts, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, showing love in very practical ways. Hopefully, that bleeds out into the church.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, you're planting in Halifax. I think a lot of people, not from the Maritimes, are like, "Yeah, it sounds like a cool city." You know, my friend went there once. You know, I was downtown and walked up some hills. I saw the fort or whatever. But I'd love for you to just explain a little bit more about, um, but Halifax. Like, what are some Halifax specific hurdles you faced in planting? Like, what what stands out is like well, this this was pretty local to us. Maybe maybe not sure. necessarily experienced in the rest of Canada. Like, what are? To explain some of that, right?
1: And and some of it is everything's so in your face when you're on the ground that you don't you don't really
0: compare and contrast. Yeah, you don't you, you don't have like, well, I didn't. I planted in Toronto and then in Halifax, and here's the differences. You just have all you have is Halifax. Exactly. So, so Ben and I are for you listeners. We're we're talking <laughs> here
1: in Calgary right now. That's right during a conference, and so hearing some of the Calgarians describe what the people of Calgary are like, mm-hmm. uh, fiercely independent. Don't love a lot of government interference, very entrepreneurial. Um, you know, go-getters don't tell Calgarians that they can't do it cause they'll rush out and, and do it. Highs are highs, lows are lows with the oil fields and, and all right. that kind of stuff. And yeah, Halifax is a distinct region. A lot of differences with that description in Calgary. So, um, again, a city of, I think the municipal areas pushing 500,000, probably like, you know, mid 400,000s or so. But, um, uh, It's not a region that Britt, my wife uh, and I were very familiar with. So we grew up in in Upper Canada or I did um, (laughs) grew up in Ottawa and um, the Maritimes are a really unique place. And we knew that obviously in the years leading up to 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 moving there. Um, So. A lot of the distinct, you know, one of the distinct cultures. There's a there's a lifestyle brand, East Coast lifestyle. Yeah, that's right. The, 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 the hoodies. <laughs> that's right. The, yeah, uh, yeah, whatever. with the anchor yeah. on it. Yeah, Very true. popular, and uh, the East Coast lifestyle is a real thing. So, um, you know, fiercely loyal people who mm-hmm. love the region. Um, a lot of people, of course, um, they they leave for Upper Canada, for Ontario, for for jobs and yeah. um, for you know, uh, going up the the corporate ladder, but. Often end back uh, in maritime's because the ocean's calling them back, and yeah. <laughs> you know they long for for their people. So just just a wonderful you know people really distinct uh, in, in in that way. Love the way that things have always been. Um, really like their culture, and I, a lot of these have, are of course generalizations, but yeah, um, uh, very laid back. The East Coast lifestyle brand is just referring to like ha- ha- being very very laid back. Yeah. So like in lived in Toronto for a while if I send an email to somebody, I'd get the email back within like five seconds maybe. Like, you know, their, their phone would buzz right. on, their, on their hip and they'd type back, you know, yeah.
0: quickly. Their wrist is responding to you. Exactly, or yeah.
1: exactly, and in Halifax, you know, in our experience, some of it was you send an email and, you know, if you get an email back in a day or two or three, yeah. or maybe not at all, <laughs> that's kind of to be expected. And it's not to say at all that like Toronto is far more healthy <laughs> than, no, than Halifax. That, that might be a more healthy response, right. uh, relationship with and, and a lot of people have ended up in Halifax for that very thing. Is that yeah. like, I just want to enjoy the outdoors. I want to be in the ocean. I want, you know, there's there's tons of lakes in, in Halifax, lots of great outdoor stuff. So yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, growing up in Ottawa, which is kind of halfway, not just, you know, Geographically, but that work-life balance in Ottawa, I think, is a little bit more even keeled than in Toronto. Yeah, a little bit more fast-paced than Halifax, certainly. But uh, a lot of that was just things that needed to change in me. It was a unique, Mm. uh, you know, for somebody who's trying to start something up, trying to organize meetings and gatherings, uh, trying to, you know get stuff done it was a much slower pace yeah and no
0: day of invitations of like <laughs> hey what you want to come over tonight <laughs> sure yeah you know you know <laughs> maybe maybe, so. maybe for the more informal things but <laughs> yeah. I'm,
1: I'm even just thinking of like initiating new, yeah. new projects oh, we want to get this going who who you know who wants to be part of this and uh like well maybe <laughs> you know, not not you know like rushing ahead to get things going yeah um you know we'll, we'll, we'll get to that mm. Interesting. Um, that that was kind of kind of a sense I had, and some of it was, of course, that I was owning everything, and yeah. I was you know very eager to get everything going, and nobody yeah. had the exact same vision as I had. But yeah, but I think that slower pace was interesting, um, and also just uh, um, you know not not to the level of Quebec, but definitely you know the region being burned over um, yeah religiously, just kind of tired of of the church. Yeah. Um, we Halifax is unique in all of Nova Scotia. Nova Scotia is a lot is a lot more rural, yeah. um, than Halifax. Halifax is urbanly dense, but most of Nova Scotia's is yeah, more conservative than, uh, than, than Halifax. Halifax is definitely more socially progressive than the rest of the province. But, um, just having that sense when we're in Halifax, I don't know if it's Halifax specific, but, uh, people are, um, there's less broad evangelicalism. Mm. It feels like in Nova Scotia than I experienced in Ontario. Interesting. Okay. Um, that there's, uh, more hardness towards the church. Uh, and, uh, maybe like there's, there's been a, a removal, a quicker removal of the mushy middle of evangelicalism yeah. in the Maritimes than in Ontario. Interesting. Yeah. That'd be my sense of, yeah. that, so
0: I have heard the Maritimes described by, by Maritimes or by Maritimers as being kind of clannish that, uh, tend to be a little more resistant of new things. They have their, they have their, no, not tribe, but they have like their, their, their place where they fit if their, their grandfather was Presbyterian, you know, so are sure. they, or Baptist or whatever. Yeah. And trying to convince people to join a church plant, Um, did, did you experience any of that? Like did that come into play? Or sure, is that, yeah. Is, is that a, is that an Ontario myth about the Maritimes? No, no, no. Uh,
1: and, and some of it is, again, generalization, but most people, it seems in the Maritimes aren't Interested in, in the new flashy thing, so it feels like in, in, yeah. in, let's say, if I was downtown Toronto, I was planting the hottest, hippest new church. Right, that'd be a huge draw for people. Yeah, potentially because the, the, very, the very newness of it is yeah, a draw. Exactly, and I, I think there's less of that in Halifax. Not that we were trying to plant that kind of church. So I'm, right. I'm interested if somebody comes to Halifax and you know they come as the hippest, hottest new church. But even some of the sure. you know more you know quote unquote successful churches in the city um, were were churches where like. Loyalties were transferred from one church. Like it was somebody, yeah. like a known commodity, somebody who was well known in the city. Yeah. He wasn't, you know, a new and flashy kind of person. Right. Um, just when I look at the church landscape uh, with church planning, we were we were encouraged before coming to Halifax by many pastors in the area just saying, uh, Halifax is a church planner's graveyard. Hmm. You know, there's lots of people who have tried to come and start something new and haven't succeeded. We would love for you to come, but just, <laughs> just FYI, it's really challenging. Right. And so, uh, interesting. The other, yeah, the other side of that. Uh, you know, if you, if you were to call it clannishness is, is, uh, we spoke to a lot of people before we moved to Halifax, people who were from away, yeah. which is, you know, obviously kind of thing that the question yeah. of anybody when they live in that region is, you know, who's your father? Yeah. yeah. They want to know <laughs> yeah, where, where right. you belong, yeah. how you fit in the region, where are your people from. Yeah. Exactly. Um, most, uh, pastoral, uh, bios on websites in in the Maritimes start with where they're from. Interesting. I was born and raised in Halifax or in mm. Dartmouth or in you know Moncton mm. or you know uh, in PEI. That's a very important thing. Um, they care that you're from there, right. even if it's not Halifax proper. That's right. Yeah. It's not you know it's not credentialism like my, which might go very far in Ottawa or Toronto. Sure. I have this degree. I've yeah. written these books. I'm sought after in these <laughs> circles. Yeah, that's not a big deal. Yeah,
0: not they, not. They don't care.
1: Don't yeah. care. Don't care. Uh, you know, the, just the the truism of. They don't care how much you uh, know until they know how much you care. It's doubly true in, Marit- mm. in the Maritimes. Let's say that. Mm. But uh, most of our friends are expats. We don't have a lot of friends who are born and raised in the Maritimes because it seems that their friend circle is saturated. They already have friends. Like, oh, yeah. nice to meet you. But we have our people. Yeah. And so there was mm. there was there was that you know we we were kind of aware that that was a at least a a, 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 a general. Sentiment among people who weren't from the area was it hasn't been our experience. Yeah, so you know I don't think it holds absolutely true, but uh, they, they a couple of the people we spoke to said ninety nine percent of our friends are are from away. They're yeah. not,
0: yeah, locals. Um, let's let's talk a little nuts and boltsy about uh, church planting and and like things you actually did when you when you got there when you started. Uh, what what have you done in terms of uh, programs, groups, events that turned out better than expected? Like what sure. what hit that you were like oh that's I didn't didn't think that was going to be good. Um, mm. What what turned out better than expected? Sure. So, I think we we
1: followed a, a pretty standard playbook in terms of getting things going. So, in in terms of like meeting and gathering with people, kind of uh, telling them what we what we thought that God was calling us to do in Halifax. Yeah. Um, Halifax is a, is a distinct um, region, at least in my experience, compared to Ontario or Southern Ontario, where there's not a lot of uh, reform folks, you know, no, like pockets of, of people eager for a, um, you know, like a reformed Presbyterian church. And so most of the people in our church don't have that background. Yep. And so, you know, talking to people about what we were hoping to do in Halifax, gathering them together to a particular vision to reach the city with the gospel and, um, doing some core group training Doing some test worship services, so meeting on yeah. the occasional Sunday, yeah. uh, just to kind of figure out volunteers and uh, all that kind of stuff. Um, meeting for prayer and Bible training and all all of that kind of stuff. Um, but when we when we started in an earnest, just in answer to the question of something that surprised us of of, yeah. of how well it went was we started um, a similar thing to uh, Alpha is um, Christianity explored, which just goes through Mark's Gospel. Yeah, and that was our first. Um, Kind of focused, invite your friends, invite your neighbors Mm -hmm. to um, study the Bible with us. We just call it the Gospel of Mark study, because that's what Christianity Explored goes through. Right. And so just saying, we want to put like a first century eyewitness account of Jesus in your hands. Right. We bought little Gospel of Mark journals. Yeah. And and I think it's seven sessions or something like that. Yeah. But just meeting in our living room. With a handful of people, the majority of them, um, you know, we had a couple of leaders from our church, but majority was people who had never read through book of the Bible in their life. Wow. And that's led to like several baptisms in our church, mm. a lot of people getting plugged in. Um, and so that that's that's been great. We've gone yeah. through it, I think, like maybe three times and uh, or we're going into our third time, I think, coming up uh, this spring. But it's just been, that's been really encouraging to our yeah, church. That's, that's it's been encouraging cool. to, um, to see people who went through it the first time, invite
0: friends the second time. Yep. And I mean, it's two times, so, yep. so who knows what will <laughs> that will turn out to, but well, it's been, I mean, our church in Ottawa, uh, we've tried both alpha and Christianity explored yeah. and I think we're like, Oh, for two, I'm like, we didn't make sure it through all the sessions, you know, a right. few people who came dropped out. And so even to get through two and to have, uh, you know, some fruit, but also people who just stuck it out and like stayed around for the whole, yeah. the whole seven sessions, like that's, and that's something in and of itself. And loved self. it. Like, yeah, that's like right. Loved, and and enjoyed I, it. Ate it up. That's right. Just,
1: just absolutely loved. You know, had um, a million questions. That's how we'd begin every session was, you'd go home with homework after three chapters of Mark, take okay. notes, you know, yep. and it was a journal situation, so you could write your questions. On yeah, your right, right in there. Yeah. We probably could have spent the entire time just working through questions, just under, just trying to understand. Stuff wh- they had read. That who's they Jesus about? quoting here? Yeah. Why on earth did did this happen? Who's yeah. this religious group? <laughs> <laughs> a lot sure. of just like, you know,
0: questions about first century. Yeah. The like uh, kind of like basic. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's a it's a weird context totally. you know, to, to a modern uh, Haligonian or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Uh, some of it was just
1: interest. Oh, this is like, this is, this is interesting. I've never read something this old. Mm. Um, but also uh, as the lights turned on uh, the way Christian explored, is is structured as they're always trying to put you to point you towards who jesus is what he came to do yeah and why that matters for us or what needs to be our response but really that that third piece um uh, of how how are we supposed to respond here in the 21st century in atlantic canada yeah um was was really it's it just it was just a super encouraging time cool people were challenged and again bunch of people have come to faith so it's it's been encouraging yeah yeah any
0: any big flops any any programs <laughs> right. you, any events what you is, ran that no one showed
1: up to we've you? scrubbed these from our memories <laughs> and
0: from the instagram account and well, our website well so I, you can't prove anything actually at one point in our church plant four or five years in i wrote a list of everything that we tried that failed and i mean i think i got to i was in the, the high 20s of things it was whatever. longer than the list of success <laughs> oh it's oh, it's, far, it's far longer yeah because um, you know, the kind of people who come or the, the kind of things that click like, I wasn't from Ottawa, I was from Ontario, but I wasn't from Ottawa, and so you just don't know. And even the kind of people you get, they may be interested in things you're, anyways. So I, I feel like I had a long Was that mostly of uh, related to evangelism or even discipleship yeah. and other uh, things? Yeah, more, more related to, to stuff in the community. So okay. I, I, I thought community gardens would be, would be a really helpful way to meet people, connect with right. neighbors, and stuff like that. And we moved into a neighborhood that had. Basically, no place to have a community garden. No, none, actually, one or two that exists now, but almost none that existed when we moved nine years ago. And uh, like, so we're like, well, how, where do we garden? <laughs> there's right. no, there's no place to garden. And so, after a bunch of research, we just kind of gave up on it. Mm-hmm. Um, a church I'd come from had, had great success with uh, some sort of like you know theology on tap, like a theology pub night or right. whatever. I was like, oh, that seems great. Beer, good, you know, yeah. uh, questions, good. I think we we did a couple. It's like no one really came, mm-hmm. two people from church, you know, it's like, well, yeah. you know, and, and perhaps, you know, these things, if you stuck at them a little bit longer, but after two or three tries, you know, you just kind of can. Sure. Them. And we're doing so. a theology pub night called Calvin and hops. <laughs> uh, I'm that's, sure that's, I stole the name.
1: That's hops with the P for yeah, that's right. anyone listening. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and, and some of it is you've been at it longer than I have. So. Um, either I'm more stubborn and I'm just hanging on to, that's to projects might, that's that need to be cut take, off.
0: It might take that.
1: Um, or, or, you know, we're just too early on to, to know. But yeah. I, I think there's been several things that we've tried that we've pulled the plug on. I can't yeah. really think of anything yeah, that's right. immediately, but some of them were even just seasonal. Like we know yeah. this is only going to be for the next four months and yeah, we're right. not going to try to drag it out. It, you know, this is, this is accomplishing a particular good. Yeah. Um, we, we put up posters around the city one time for, oh, nice. uh, we did a series called Halifax Praise and it was basically just soliciting prayer requests. If there's anything that we can pray for you, yep. you know, text this this number, email this. And yeah. Yeah, there was a couple of people who came out to our events where we went through the Lord's Prayer and just kind of learned to sure. learn to pray together, but we haven't put up posters you know since. Oh, here's 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 a huge failure, yeah. a little warning to every <laughs> every church planner out there is we when we moved locations for our worship services, we we purchased ads on Facebook and Instagram. And you know they guarantee that you'll get response. You know that, right. that, that there'll be this many interactions. Right. You know, like a thousand interactions, and we got a thousand interactions. They're all negative interactions. We got <laughs> one thousand <000 laughs> negative interactions on Facebook and Instagram, and so that was something that I was like, oh, I will never do that again. It's maybe um, not the
0: best idea. Right.
1: Yeah. Exactly. So so there, I'll I'll shave I'll save your listeners <laughs> some, some grief. Don't give a dollar. <laughs> yeah. To Facebook.
0: Um. Yeah. You know. I mean the, the one the one thing that we used to do that we haven't done anymore that I really miss is and you were. actually around for this era of resurrection church we did it we did a pool party in the summer and one family in the church had a pool we met in their backyard and the first year was great you know we we barbecued at the same time had 30 or 40 people there just like a little baby church and then as, as the church grew after i think the third pool party they're like you, you can't do this. In our, in our back here anymore. There's, there's too many people in the pool. Like we're concerned about safety. You know, people are jumping off the diving board uh, anyways. And so we had, to, after you uh, lost the third compliment, we <laughs> yeah, are like, you know what, right. maybe, maybe yeah. we shouldn't. And I still it. miss the pool party. I still wish we yeah. could like, uh, maybe we should try, we've, we've tried to rent a giant city pool to, to, right. to, to try to recreate it, but it hasn't worked out so far. Just knowing um, the difference so. between principles and methods. To, yeah. That's you know, right. Like,
1: okay. You know, like the, the principles we want our people to connect, to yeah. enjoy each other, that's to, right. Become a little bit more three dimensional and yeah. you know get to know them outside of Sunday. Yeah, uh, the method is whether it's a pool party or laser tag or yeah. you know, I don't know something like that. We did a gym night before we left uh, yeah. to come here to Calgary, and that was lots of fun. Or, Saw a different side to people during dodgeball.
0: Yeah, or we we have a good friend in uh, in Victoria who runs like a sort of uh, donation based CrossFit gym, and it's okay. just like a couple times a week. You, know, if you can't if you can't afford regular CrossFit, you know, right. you can come to his gym, and he's a certified coach, but they just kind of do it on the cheap, and it's like. You know that hopefully you're getting in good shape, but also it's a, a place to connect, they pray before their sessions, right. you know like yeah the, the principle, they guarantee only four pack abs. <laughs> yeah, that's right. full Not, price is six <laughs> yeah and so yeah the yeah, the, the principle is find a way to connect with your neighbors, uh, a way to love them, care about them, um the method. It co- it comes and goes. That's It'll right. change, even as the church don't it marry yourself changes. to it, yeah. um, because it, it, it's got to change as you
1: change, as the times change. Mm-hmm. Have a one of our friends here uh, who planted in Kitchener Waterloo, Paul Dunk, just yeah. always talks to me about calling aud- audibles on the field. Yeah, that's got to be really adept at that. Just okay, things have
0: changed. We're going to change the play right now. Yeah, those yeah, ex football coaches just yeah, yeah, that's right with all the with all the language. Um, just one, one or two more things to to hit before we finish up. One is that. Do you feel like you believe anything about church planting that maybe it's not a majority opinion now? Like, do you have something that you're like, "Ooh, I now think this, and I'm not sure that many people would agree with me about church planting? Any sort of, any hot takes that you're in the minority on? Right. Um,
1: I was going to say, it's a good thing Ben has a 15 second delay. <laughs>
0: so this is, I, I can hit the mute this is,
1: or yeah. this, is, this is where the the outro music fades in. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. Well, here it is, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> um I, I'm not sure if anyone would actually disagree with me. Maybe people would be nervous to follow this advice, especially when you're starting something mm. new and everything feels fragile, um, and you don't want to scare people away or offend people. And again, I, I don't know. Some of this is probably who I am and who our people are and what our context is and the time and yeah. all of these things. So I don't want to, uh, but but to to say hard things mm. to to to, to take unpopular opinions because they're true, hmm. because it's what faithfulness demands. Hmm. Um, and, and to not, um, you know, to obviously say it, you know, wisely and lovingly and truthfully and winsomely and, you know, all of those things. But we've just seen some really good fruit in our church. Hmm. We've been very thankful to God for not shying away from difficult conversations with people who, whether they're, they you know, they're living in, in, in open sin or, um, they, uh, um, they're um, making decisions that are harmful to them or to other people, yeah. and we've had some just frank conversations with people filled with love and yeah. and welcome. But we, ha- I think, there's a part of me that that would would think like, look, once we get a little bit more stable, like once our core is a little bit uh, more settled, then, then you, I can have these hard conversations. These hard yeah. yeah, then I can challenge people in yeah. particular ways. Um, I can preach in a different kind of way than I than I. Um, than I am right now, because right now I want to be all things to all people. Yeah. And I don't want to offend anybody. Yeah. And we've just, and again, some of this is maybe related to Halifax is it's <clears throat> a little bit more no BS. And yeah. that mushy middle is kind of evaporating where people are just there at church culturally. Um, but we've been really thankful for that. So I'm not, again, I'm not sure if that's an unpopular opinion, but I would just encourage people. Um, yeah. It's been an encouragement to our church to see people uh, repent and to live different kinds of lives in costly ways, like Mm. to see costly obedience in our church has been a blessing to other people. Maybe people struggling with secrets in, Mm. it's been an encouragement and a chastisement to them in in a really positive way to see the power of the gospel at work in people to really change lives. And, uh, um, so yeah, I think I bet if my wife Brittany was here, she would say something really similar is that like the hardest conversations in our church, have led to some of the, the sweetest times. Um, and so, you know, when, when you're really worried about your church, worried that um, it'll get smaller, I just say like, well, maybe it will. But be <laughs> faithful. Yeah. Be faithful. Be hardworking. Do the things that you're supposed to do as a pastor. Yeah. And and just trust God with the results. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. It, it's funny. I don't think many people would disagree. But I think when the rubber hits the road and you're, you're sitting across from a person who is who is important to your church or right. important socially important in some in the, they're the they're, Has they're, influence they're the, the only guitarist you know <laughs> That's like right. whatever like yeah, that, yeah. that they they matter mm-hmm. and and just say something hard to them or confront them on something it's like no one disagrees in principle but in practice right? It, yeah it's it's really hard yep. to have some of those conversations and like this person it's like a fifty-fifty chance. They just walk away from the church, yeah. and uh, yeah. But you've you've seen some very encouraging
1: stories. We really want to win people to the church, but there is the question of like, win, win, winning them into what? Like, yeah. w- what what is the what is the uh, um, what are they being called to holiness? Are they being called to maturity? Yeah. Or are they just being called to fill a seat to grow your church? Yeah. And so you yeah. um, know, sometimes that leads to um, to challenging conversations. Mm-hmm. Uh, might mean some people leaving the church. Um, but I would just encourage people live your life before the face of God, do the hard things, do them well, you know, maybe you need a coach to prep you before that conversation. So you're not just shooting from the hip and ranting on an email or a blog
0: post, you know, doing it, doing it well, but yeah. Okay, last thing. Yes. H- Halifax need more churches. Yes. And, and if so, like, like where, like what, what parts of Halifax do you're like, man, if we could put sure. a church here or there, that would really be a blessing to the city. Yeah. Uh, we're really fortunate. We have a great
1: guy coming up to plant a church in, in, uh, in, in spring 2023, A Southern Baptist guy, really excited to, to have him come into the city. Yeah. Uh, Halifax is, is, you know, the second fastest growing city in Canada. Okay. Um, a lot of new immigrants. I don't know if, I don't know if it's the majority of the new growth is immigration, but yeah. it's like, 40, 50, 60%, somewhere, somewhere up there. Okay. Um, the difference between when I was in Ottawa, it felt like um, church planting was largely focused on um, cities in... Uh, in Ontario, and there's lots of cities to choose from. Sure. It's not really the case in in the Maritimes. Like, <laughs> there's not a lot of cities to choose from, so it feels like a church planning strategy mm. in the Maritimes is looking rural and and saying we want to yeah. establish rural churches. Obviously, there's rural areas. Right, and Ontario. by rural you also mean like small town. Like, <laughs> right, yeah. If you're, you're in Annapolis, or if you're in uh, exactly in in, or yeah, whatever. In, yeah. in 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 Yarmouth. Yeah, yeah we were right. we were saying like where are we gonna go next? Oh. Yeah. Well, like, why not Yarmouth <laughs> yeah. or Digby or is that right Kenville? Like the, the
0: edge, like the far end of. Yeah, that's Nova right. Yes, where the ferry is. Yeah, but but
1: you know, there's all of these all these small towns, uh, yeah that, um, that, that need gospel preaching churches. And, um, so yeah, raising up men and families who are willing to, to do that. But we, we absolutely, uh, it's a beautiful province. Mm. Uh, it's, um, it's an, it's not so, you know, hidden, hidden jewel of Canada. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's, uh, it's a wonderful place to be. Um, I don't want to tell you about like housing prices compared to Ottawa and Toronto. Not that that's a a carrot that everybody needs, but, um, (laughs) it's a little carrot. Yeah. You've got, you've got, uh, you've got space, uh, you've got the ocean, you've got lakes. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a wonderful place to be. And there's, there's like everywhere in Canada. I mean, there's, there's tremendous need and there's tremendous opportunity too. So, yeah. Yeah,
0: And if people want to find you or find Christchurch, yeah. uh, you have a website, you have a, a something, a, yeah. a TikTok. Find me on TikTok. There. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you like if you like cat videos and dancing, that's, that's <laughs> where you go.
1: No. Uh, so you can go to Christchurchhalifax.ca okay. um, to, to find out more uh, about who we are. You know, my contact information is on there. Um, I would love to, to chat to you, to encourage you, you know, tell you a little bit more about Nova Scotia. Um, I would have, have you pray for us to know what's happening in Halifax. It feels, you know, being here in Calgary, meeting a lot of people from across canada find out we are the most prayed for church plant in canada <laughs> I, I think that's official now i think yeah. we can <laughs> you have we, the we get that exactly we can throw that over my shoulder and challenge anyone pound for pound most prayers but to pray for us you know the, yeah. the need's great and uh and you know god's at work in halifax we're really glad to see some fruit but lots of work to be done so so you know join us move out to halifax <laughs> pray for us um would love that cool yeah. thanks so much mike thanks, appreciate mike. it, it.
0: Thanks for listening to the show. If you'd like to get in touch with us, with me, you can email me at canadianchurchplanting at gmail.com. canadianchurchplanting at gmail.com. We will talk to you soon.